Hello, and welcome to the Ground and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Estenson Williams. I'm a Minnesota based marriage and family therapist, yoga teacher, and I create mental health content to help you ground and grow. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now, let's begin. Hello, and welcome back. I'm glad to be back. If you tend to listen to my podcast episodes when they come out, or if you follow me over my Instagram, you will know that I've taken a little break from my podcast episodes for this month of October. Um, Currently, as I'm recording this, we're nearing the end of October, but this episode will go out in November. So I've taken a little break from a few different pieces of my practice. Um, which has felt really nice, and I feel nice and refreshed and rejuvenated and ready to jump back in, so I am excited to be recording this episode today. And this really relates to the topic that I'm going to talk about today, which is taking a break before you feel burnt out. And so for me, in my little break from a few of the parts of my practice, that was what it was, right? So I wasn't feeling burnt out. I wasn't feeling super overwhelmed or resentful of my work, but I was noticing that I was feeling like a lot of the space in my world was being taken up by work and by other things outside of work that just those, those things invited me to take a little space for myself, um, to have a moment to reset so that I could prevent myself from feeling burnt out. So that is going to be the topic of today's episode. And before I jump into this, first of all, I'll talk a little bit about what burnout can feel like. So a lot of us are pretty familiar with the um, word burnout or the experience burnt out because it's um, a very common one we navigate in our world, in our society, And this can look like a lot of different things, but usually it's this like extreme overwhelm. So burnout is often talked about in the area of work, but it can totally be in any area of our life, right? We can be burnt out in our relationships. We can be burnt out in our family duties. We can be burnt out from our hobbies, right? We can really get burnt out from anything. And what this essentially means is that we are feeling so overwhelmed with it, whatever it might be, we might feel like we don't have enough balance, space for ourselves in that activity, as well as space for us outside of that activity. We might feel that our mental health is suffering in some ways, right? So we can feel super disconnected to what's truly important for us. And we often kind of feel this piece of like, oh my gosh, like I'm putting all of my energy into this one aspect. So if it's work, we might feel like, wow, like I feel like I have so many different deadlines going on and I feel like I'm working hours that maybe don't feel sustainable for me. Or I just feel like mentally and energetically I'm overspent and it's really hard for me to be me within my work as well as outside of my work, right? And again, this is commonly talked about in work, but it can be in any aspect of our life, right? Where we're just feeling overwhelmed, overburdened by whatever that activity is. And a lot of times we start to resent that activity, 
right? We don't like it as much. We feel frustrated with it. It doesn't really bring feelings of connection or joy or excitement. Um, And recovering from burnout can be a really tough thing because when we get to the point where we're feeling burnt out, we tend to have some big feelings, some big emotions to that. So here we're going to talk about how to prevent yourself from getting to that point of burnout because preventing burnout, while not easy, is a whole lot easier than recovering from burnout, right? A lot of times if people get burnt out over and over again by a certain activity, they end up no longer wanting to engage in that anymore, right? They might quit their jobs or they might disengage from relationships or their family or whatever it might be. So here, when we're preventing burnout, we are preserving our connection to whatever activity that is. So sometimes it feels like, oh, giving myself space to be myself. Like, am I actually like that committed to whatever this activity is? Or am I actually a good employee or whatever? Actually, yes, right? You focusing on how you can feel like a balanced human being in whatever activity it is, is also demonstrating how valuable that activity is for you. Right, so it's it's kind of a win-win. We're valuing ourselves, and we are valuing whatever it is that we don't want to get burnt out in. The common practice in our society is to only allow ourselves a break once we are burnt out. Right, so we overload ourselves, we overwork ourselves, we get super burnt out. We're resentful of our job or our relationship or whatever, and then we take a break right? And that break is more of an emergency, kind of this reaction to feeling so overwhelmed and so burnt out, rather than something that feels super intentional and authentic, right? And even when we're practicing all the things that we can practice, feeling burnt out and needing mental health days from time to time is totally understandable, right? It's unavoidable. We need it. That's okay. And when we're intentional about giving ourselves breaks and space before we get to that burnout point, we reduce how frequently we're going to get to that point, right? We reduce how often we're going to get burnt out. We reduce how intense that burnout is going to be. And we create a nice cushion so that the recovery from burnout, when it does show its head up there, um, is not as challenging, when we tend to fall in this pattern of I overload myself, I overwork myself until I'm burnt out, and only then can I take a break, we are sending ourselves this message, hey, you don't deserve a break unless you are completely overworked, right? You're not worthy of a break unless you've been as fully productive as you can be, right? Which is kind of the societal myth that's out there for a lot of us, right? Your worth is based on your productivity, and you can only take a break for your human parts when you've put in the absolute most that you can. And so one thing that feels more authentic for me to shift to, and something that I work on with a lot of my clients to shift to, is a different message, right? One that is a little more flexible, a lot more compassionate. This message is you are human, and your humanity is so valuable. Right? You, do, you, you deserve space for yourself always, right? No matter 
or your output has been, you always deserve space to be your human self. And this does not mean that our productivity is not valuable. And a lot of times our productivity is super valuable, right? We are productive in work so that we can afford our life outside of work, right? We also might be productive in work because we enjoy it. It's connected to our values or our other goals. We can be productive in our relationships because we value our relationships. And when we work for our relationships, they feel more rewarding. We might be productive in our hobbies because we enjoy growing in our hobbies or different activities. And we are also valuable in the times when we're not putting something out, when we're not growing, when we're not learning or doing, we are still valuable. That time where we're just being, right? And that might be observing the sunset, right? With a nice cup of tea, right? Or going for a nice walk or cuddling with your pets. Those moments are also really worthy. So my message is not that productivity doesn't matter. In fact, it matters a whole lot, but we are allowed to have balance with that. And so I'll talk about a couple main ways that we can prevent ourselves from getting to this burnout. So we're really adding in breaks to allow some more space for our humanity. One of these pieces is going to be to notice the really subtle indicators of burnout being on the horizon and taking some breaks at that point. So these are going to be the symptoms of burnout, but at a lower intensity. So it might not be to the point where we resent our job, but it might be to the point where we're feeling really disconnected to our work, right? Or where we're like, oh gosh, another Monday, I'm not feeling excited about this, right? So these can be some indicators that, oh, okay, I might be needing a break. So if you're noticing feeling a little bit disconnected, or if you're noticing a few days in a row where you're not really enjoying the activities that you usually would enjoy. Or if you're feeling overwhelmed, right, when you look at your calendar and you're like, there is just too much on here and I don't want to do it. That can be an indicator that you need a little bit of a break. So for me, that's a little bit why I took this recent break that I took. Um, part of the break that I took was also taking a couple weeks off of social media. I took a little bit longer break off my personal social media, but I took about two weeks off of my professional social media. And that was because I noticed there were times where I was kind of mindlessly scrolling through it. I wasn't feeling super connected to it. Um, I might get a little more in my head about what content I'm putting out and what responses come with it. Things that didn't really feel like my authentic values and goals with it. Right? So I said, oh, this feels like a nice time a break from it, right? I'm not feeling totally resentful of it. I don't hate it. I'm not feeling completely burnt out and overwhelmed from it, but I'm noticing some of these subtle things that maybe aren't totally in alignment with my values of it, right? So taking a break from that, and, and that also included taking a break from here, right? Because as much as I love putting out these podcast episodes, I noticed I was feeling a little overwhelmed with, oh, I'm going to have to set aside a day this month to make, record my episodes, and I'm just not feeling super connected to it. That was a nice indicator of, oh, then take a little break. That's okay. Come back to it when it feels exciting again. 
And I'm glad I took that break because now I'm coming back and I'm like, oh, this is so exciting. This is so wonderful to think about what I want to share with you all and, and recording that. And so here, taking breaks when you need them. And I know there is certainly a lot of privilege that comes with that, right? I know that I'm very lucky to be able to have my own practice where I can choose what my breaks are and be really intentional and have some more control over that. I know not everybody has that, right? Of course, a lot of people work in situations where prioritizing mental health isn't super valued and isn't always honored. So you might have to get a little creative with what these breaks look like, right? Sometimes it might just be working on increasing some of your boundaries around work, looking at what you're saying yes to and allowing yourself to say no to some more. Maybe there's someone in your workplace that you can trust and talk through some of these things of, hey, what kind of breaks can I give myself when I need them, right? And, and this kind of segues into the next point, but it might also be knowing yourself, which you'll learn as you practice and do trial and error, but knowing yourself and knowing, hey, where can I add in some kind of pre-planned breaks, days off, vacations, things like that, to help prevent me from getting to that point of burnout. So this kind of next segue here is making sure that your regular routine has space for you, has balance, that prevents you from getting to this point of burnout, right? So that most weeks feel like some good work-life balance or, right, it can be in other activities. Let's say parenting, right? Parenting can be an area of burnout. So that might look like, hey, what supports do I need on a regular basis that help me feel like I'm also balancing some time for me in between, right? So with all of this, and it's going to be trial and error, it's going to be practice where you learn what you need, but trying that out and saying, okay, where can I carve out space for myself? How do I know what's an okay amount to take on and, and what things are important for me to say no to? And, and yes, I think adding in some intentional breaks ahead of time. So again, those might be just plug in some vacation days in ahead of time on your work calendar. It might be planning date nights with your partner and scheduling in someone to take care of the kiddos, right? It might be talking with your partner and saying, hey, you know, this many nights a month I need just to be for me, right? How can we make that happen? So a lot of times it does require some creative, creative thinking, um, bringing in some extra problem solving and brainstorming. But through trial and error, you get a better idea of what really works for me, right? I can speak from experience. That is one thing that um, has been really nice to add in as I've shifted to my own practice to really add in, right? So for me, it was, hey, what amount of clients per week feels really good, right? I know if I see too many clients in a week or have a day that doesn't have enough breaks in between clients, I feel a bit overwhelmed and I might feel a little bit stressed and not quite as present. So it's been about figuring out, okay, what is a nice balance for me? What hours during the day are best for me to work? And yeah, what days do I need to make sure I have off so that I can have some space to breathe in between? And I think a part of this, and this might sound 
a little fluffy or a little obvious, but making sure you're practicing really regular self-care, right? And these can be super simple things that are not always easy to put into practice, but simple in logic about them. Um, So it can be, yeah, making sure I'm getting enough sleep every night, making sure I'm eating food that feels fulfilling for me, making sure I'm moving my body or connecting to activities that I enjoy, right? So all of these things are things that we can practice all of the time that really honor our humanity. And whenever we're honoring our humanity, we are also preventing burnout. So it's kind of my take on making sure you're taking breaks before you hit the point of burnout. Um, There's a lot of little things that we can do. There's a lot of big things that we can do. And of course, just a reminder, it is okay if you're trying these things and you still sometimes hit a point of feeling burnt out. You're human, that happens. And yeah, we also can't control all of the factors that impact burnout in in any area of life. It's okay to hit those points. It's okay to kind of need those emergency breaks after we hit those burnout points. That's going to happen. And just like with all things, the more that we can do this kind of preventative care, the more helpful that's going to be. This is going to be a lot more sustainable than just hitting burnout over and over again and needing breaks to recover from it. So I hope that is helpful. I hope you can put a couple of these things into practice. And yeah, again, I'm happy to be back and I hope you are all well and look forward to chatting with you in our next episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If I referenced any links in this episode, you can find them below in the show notes. If you like the Ground and Grow podcast, I would greatly appreciate a rate and review from wherever you're listening so that others can find us too. If you'd like to be the first to know when new episodes are coming out, you can subscribe as well as follow me on Instagram at Kayla Espenson Wellness for all updates. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.